On this solo episode of Bits of Time, I'm going to talk about my initial impressions of Persona 3 Reload. And I'm going to do a lot of comparisons to Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5, which I have finished. So this will be a nice check-in point to see if Persona 3 Reload is worth your time and if it's the game for you. Spoiler alert, I'm having a grand old time already. I'm dubbing this Persona Month. We got Persona 3 Reload, we got Persona 4 Golden on the podcast with my older brother, and this is my first impressions of Persona 3 Reload. I will not be talking about anything spoilers in my first 10 hours of playing. I will spoil the initial story setup, but this will be what happens in the very beginning of the game. And then I'm going to talk loosely about the systems and compare it between Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5. Let's get the controversies out of the way. Yes, this is not the definitive edition of this game. This is Persona 3 original being remastered with some cut content. So if you don't want to play this because of that, you can stand on those morals. I have no objection there. But if you're coming into this as being a new Persona fan, I'm new-ish, I'll call it, but I've played Persona 5 when it came out in 2017, and I finished Persona 4 Golden just last year. I have dabbled in Persona 3 Portable, but I've not played the PS2 version. I do own it, but I did really didn't like the fact that you could not control your party members. That was a pretty big no-no for myself, so I was always hesitant to jump in, and I wasn't really feeling the portable when I tried it out. I did plan on going back to that eventually and giving it a fair shake, but now I have the reload version here. And this is what I'm thinking about it. It is freaking awesome. It really does look like Persona 5, and I've seen gameplay clips of the Fez version, and it's night and day. The art style has definitely changed because it has more of a Persona 5 influence now, but I believe that is a benefit. This game looks gorgeous. It's really snappy with load time, so all the presentation of it, it, I'm really liking. The UI color choice of being blue, like the main character's, hair color it really stands out but it's not overly bright like it is in persona 4 golden so it's got a nice hue to it and the gameplay loop is there just like in persona 4 golden or persona 5 you're still following that day schedule of being a school-aged boy in japan and i've gushed about enjoying those things in the previous games if you haven't listened to any of those episodes yet persona 4 golden and then i've talked about persona 5 in general In Persona 4 Golden and 5, you do have five different areas where you can upgrade your stats, like charisma or intellect. In this Persona 3, there's only three, so that's a little bit different. I believe it's charm, intellect, and courage. And so more things that you do outside of the norm, like studying or eating at a restaurant, there's not as much choice on what it will upgrade because there's only three choices versus five. It does seem a little bit limiting in that regard, but that's only because I'm used to having more options. I don't feel like it's an inferior version because the things that I add to get those areas, it seems like it takes a long time to level up. At 10 hours, I'm at two, level two on one of my stats, and I think level three on two, or vice versa. What is a little bit different is in Persona 4 and Persona 5, you have a clear goal of when something is going to happen and a time limit of you have to complete this or it's game over. Persona 3 is very a little bit more loosey-goosey with that. You have an idea of what you have to do, 
but there's no immediate, the game itself is not immediately telegraphing what you should be doing. Obviously you have to make it further in this game's version of Mementos, but it's just a little bit of an adjustment where the story itself isn't centered around an exact goal by an exact date. Or at least I have not gotten to the point where I'm not focusing on getting to a higher level where the game is then telling me like, okay, I have to go there. I usually, that's one of the first things I always do, just like I did when I played Persona 4 Golden, is I tackle that first and then I do a bunch of days of just doing work on my social links. The quick overview of the story setup is you're a new kid arriving to a new school, of course, and when you arrive into this new city, everything is very weird, like there's coffins just laying around in the streets, and you are walking into the dark hour what it's called so every time at midnight there's an extra hour that if you don't have these special abilities you are locked inside this coffin other and you don't even have any memories of this taking place but you are part of the group or you're going to be a part of this group that is awake during the dark hour and you are going to fight the shadows that are trying to invade and you're trying to figure out the cause of what why the shadows are appearing and what they are doing and how that is unfolding in the world that you are in. And in this world, during the dark hour, your school that you go to turns into this giant, confusing labyrinth of a tower that's just all mangled together with all of this different architecture. And this is where you're going to be exploring. This is where you're gonna kinda get to a certain area and you'll hit the roadblock, then you'll have to do your social link stuff. It's just not as telegraphed as much as four and five are but this version of Mementos, basically. So in my one complaint of four and five, they're two different ones. In Persona 5, you had these elaborate dungeons that were very multi-layered and they took a very long time to get through to the point where sometimes they were almost tedious. Now, Persona 4 Golden had very linear, I would call them, dungeon design where you're basically navigating hallways that have some kind of random generation of, oh, okay, I'm going up this floor, I have a branching path, and I couldn't really evade any of the enemies. And the changeup in Persona 4 Golden was very minimal, it was a color swap. There's, they do a little bit different things as you get further and further along in the game. I did enjoy that, but it was basically, I'm a dungeon crawler in third person, and that, Towards the end of that, that got a little tedious for myself. And same thing with Persona 5, like I said earlier. Now, Persona 3 Reload, I feel like is a better version of Persona 4 Golden, but not nearly as crazy as Persona 5. And right now, for me, that is kind of hitting the sweet spot. There are instances where you're running down hallways, but it's more wide, and there's little stairs going up and down to kind of avoid some of the shadows that are populating the various floors that you're going through. And I remember reading a lot of the negatives about Persona 3 when I was going between Portable and Fez and which one to play is they did say the dungeon design is very tedious. Now I'm 10 hours in and I want to keep going back to the dungeons. Maybe eventually, you know, in a couple handful of more hours, maybe I will start to feel that. But already the change from the first section to the next section, once you get through the story bits, the the second area looks so freaking cool. And if they keep changing it like that, I have no problems if that's all it was for the rest of the game. Yeah, it would seem like a color swap from Persona 4 Golden, but for some reason this one works so well. And they 
area looks so freaking cool. I think what helps this also is there's these little statues that you can go around and break and you have the chance of getting an item from each of these statues and generally those are items that you can sell for gold. Having that element in the dungeons randomly generated on top of looking for new enemies to fight so I can get new personas and their roguelike mechanic of that which we'll get into in a second but also on top of finding treasure chests in different rarities as well. So you have the normal treasure chest, then you have a purple one that's going to have a little bit more rare item, and then they even have chests that require an item to open that are finite from what I can tell, but also seems like you're rewarded with that item plenty throughout the story, at least in the 10 hours that I've done. And that item is these little fragment shards, and those are also placed around outside of the dungeon. So when you're doing your day-to-day -day going from point A to point B, you could find some on the ground or anywhere like that, which is a nice cool link between the two. Combat is the excellent press turn combat system before. You have something similar to baton passes where you can shift, go to somebody else's weakness and kind of transfer your character turns to really feel cohesive. One of my favorite aspects of Persona 4 Golden's combat system was the end after a battle you have the, that shuffle time and that comes back where it lays out some cards where it can either heal you give you more experience more gold or you get a new persona you don't have this kind of trying to grab all the cards but you're still making that choice of what do i want right here in this moment and that gameplay loop is gonna keep me excited for many hours so far this game is definitely more analogous to persona 4 golden so if you love that game i think this won't be right at home from the couple of handful of hours that I've played so far, this game definitely has a much darker tone than 4 and 5. 4 and 5 definitely have their moments. This one, probably because the way you summon personas is you shoot yourself in the head, which they do not explain, but you use an evoker, which looks like a gun, and you blow your brains out, and that uh, makes you able to cast magic and summon your personas. It's very strange. I would say the atmosphere of Persona 4 Golden is more homely and rural and i like that better than the setting of persona 3 reload but i do like persona 3 reload just like i like persona 5's busy tokyo setting but if i'm going to be playing a game like this for many many hours obviously it comes down to the characters and the story i'm liking the story beats so far and i'm really liking the cast of characters i usually fall in love with the uh, first boy that i find it was Yusuke in Persona 4 Golden, and then of course Ryuji in Persona 5. Junpei is the first guy that you meet in this game. I'm not loving him as much as Yosuke and Ryuji, so I'm not so sure about that. I don't know if he will be my first love. <laughs> I kind of wish he would be my bro like he is in the other games, or like the other guys are in the other games. But keeping with the same tradition the first girl you meet is yukari and she is awesome so the first person you ever see usually i like so that's the main character that i like so far the best i also like some of the side characters in this little group that we have created especially this one guy he always talks in puns and i love it it's so dad joke like and one of the other characters that they're showing that i really like is akihiko he seems like he's kind of this tough guy but he's got a different swag to him compared to like kanji from persona 4 so i'm liking the makeup of characters already 
And I'm excited to see which characters join the party. I don't I don't really know much about Persona 3 at all. Uh, it has not been spoiled for me, which is nice. Uh, I knew the villains of Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5 before I reached the end. So hopefully I won't get this spoiled. I have been flying through this game. Uh, I played 10 hours very quickly. And not just because I know Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is coming out at the end of the month and I would like to be done with Reload before then. I don't know if that will actually happen, but I just really like the gameplay loop. Grinding for the gold on the dungeon floor, just going, teleporting back to a lower level and just grinding up and how fluid and quickly I can jump in and out of battle. It's really gotten this nice cadence for me on top of, you know, the day-to-day choice of who I'm going to be spending my time with or what skills I'm going to be upgrading. So if any of you listening know me, this is a no-brainer. Obviously, I'm going to love this game, but it looks a lot more gorgeous in person than you would think. I think the music track is different, not as uh, bombastic as 4 and 5. It just has a little bit different vibe, but it's growing on me as I play more and more. There's one song in particular that almost sounds like has the undertones of like a Final Fantasy X track, and I can't remember. It's either Besaid or something like, or Kilika, somewhere around there. And uh, it's, it gives me a little homey vibes just because I associate it now with Final Fantasy X. You're going to feel right at home if you've played Persona 4 Golden or Persona 5. So, yes, it is worth your time already for me, whether that... You want to hold off for maybe the eventual DLC for the cut content, or you already just played Persona 3 Portable uh, last year when it came to modern consoles. I don't know if I could recommend it in that regard because, well, I haven't finished the previous game, so that one's a little bit more up to you. But if you really, really love Persona 3, I mean, support this game and hopefully we'll get more down the line. Maybe we'll get the remake of Persona 2, which is the one I really, really want to play. But I've heard that one. It's very, very archaic. So maybe someday. I heard the story is really brutally dark in that one, which sounds right up my alley. It's already starting to be an amazing, crazy year for JRPGs, so ah, I love it. I love it. I love the routine that Persona games put me into. So This is my first impressions of Persona 3 Reload. Let me know if you're playing it. Just please don't give me any spoilers, but DM me, whatever you got to do, and we'll talk some Persona goodness. 